Chapter fourteen of the Handbook to the Rivers and Broads of Norfolk and Suffolk by George Christopher Davies. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter fourteen from summer leighton to beckles the angling in all this part of the waveney is extremely good and the bream and roach are of a large size it is not nearly so much frequented as the other rivers or the upper part of the waveney and is practically unfished on account of the difficulty in obtaining boats there being no boating station nearer than alton broad five miles away still it is worth while rowing from alton broad halfway to summer Leighton, for the takes of bream there lately have been wonderful both as to size and number the river is broad and deep and one part is as good as another provided that you select a sufficient depth of water we had no time to fish and as a matter of fact i cannot stay to fish if there is a good breeze blowing sailing first fishing after we lay too at the mouth of alton dyke to get our lunch which we had put off rather too long the dyke is nearly as broad as the river and a mile and a half long leading to alton broad which we intended to visit after going up the waveney to beckles at the junction of the dyke with the river there is an excellent fishing spot with a great depth of water while we lay there a large two-masted vessel a brigantine of one hundred tons came along the dyke at a good pace with topsails only set and looked as if she were going to scoop all the water out of the river with her great bluff bows her crew were pointing out to us as we lay on the waveney and presently the hail came across the narrow neck of marsh do we turn up past you to go to beckles yes sharp to port right around the topsails came down and the mainsail went up with great celerity and with the aid of her aft canvas and the helm hard over she came round the acute angle of the sharp bend with creditable quickness looking a veritable goliath on those comparatively narrow waters as she was now head to wind down came her canvas and half a dozen men went ashore with a long line to tow and tow they did all the way to beckles thirteen miles by which time they must have had enough of it she was in sight all day over the marsh after lunch we sailed up the waveney having to tack a good portion of the way but the river is so tortuous that some of the reaches can be sailed whichever way the wind is without tacking how remarkably clear the water is remarked wynne yes those weeds you see are fourteen feet at least below us and the river is deep close up to the banks it is a very pleasant river to sail upon and what a lot of small fish there are yes the waveney ought to be the best bottom fishing river in england it is so deep clear and sweet 
but the poachers used to harry it dreadfully with their long small mesh nets and it was even trawled up by smacks to get bait for sea fishing but the norfolk and suffolk fisheries act has stopped all that or nearly all and the river is rapidly recovering itself there are some very large perch in it and wherever you see the bank gravelly and free from weeds the bottom will be hard too and a haunt of perch look at those bulrushes what huge ones and what a quantity of them yes the marshmen sometimes dry the heads and rub them up to stuff pillows and cushions with on the north bank is the church of borough st peter the tower of which is built in gradually lessening steps and presents a very strange un-english appearance the sail up to beckles is a very pleasant one and pretty bits continually present themselves two miles below beckles there is a swing railway bridge which is tolerably easy to get through as there is not a great rush of tide through it as under the bridges lower down beckles church had been a prominent object all the way and when we arrived at sayers grove so prettily sylvan a place that we decided to stay there the night we went in the useful jolly another mile to beckles bridge twenty-three miles from yarmouth until lately a narrow arched stone structure but now replaced by a wider and more convenient bridge passing through we skirted the town of beckles until we came below the church a sight no one should miss who is in the neighbourhood viewed from the river it stands on the brow of a hill in a commanding position landing we climbed up a series of steps and reached the churchyard whence a splendid view westward is obtained the river winding in and out through the green marshes towards bungay the south doorway of the church is richly ornamented but the peculiar feature of the church is that the tower a very high and massive structure is separate from it beckles is a quiet old-fashioned place with good railway accommodation as a glance at the map will show it is a cheap place to live in as there are no heavy rates these being defrayed by the letting of valuable marshes belonging to the town it is a healthy little place and pretty withal and would i think be a capital place for retired persons with small incomes to settle in the river is navigable for wherries and small yachts for about ten miles further up to bungay but the navigation is rather troublesome and there are two or three locks to be passed through it is worth while to row up the river a few miles to shipmeadow lock the river all the way is very pretty with crystal clear water and the lock itself is quaint and old-fashioned after laying in some stores we returned to the yacht and spent a peaceful evening in the shadow of the wooded hill beneath which we were moored End of chapter fourteen